1: Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well, my name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too and let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now, today's first story comes from Professional Rush 24 and asks, am I the asshole for not being the nicest about my not-father having cancer? I'm Sophie, 22female and I have two older half-brothers, 25 male and 27 male. The man who had been raising me as my father, 54 male, found out I was not his biological dad. My two older brothers are, when I was seven, and promptly abandoned me and divorced my mum. He was very involved up until this point and was actually in the middle of coaching my soccer team when it happened. He abandoned that too, and the assistant coach had to take over. Anyways, he ended up, not sure how, Paying my child support to my mum for me. Probably because he was the breadwinner, and him leaving my mum left us two in pretty dire financial circumstances. I was also yanked out of the private school my brothers and I attended. He remarried a few years later to a woman with a daughter a year younger than me, and promptly did everything with her that he used to do with me. Hurrah for them! Sophomore year of high school, some organization was hosting a father daughter dance in our school gym while I was around campus with some friends can't remember and we vandalized the fancy car he pulled up in not something i'm proud of but i'm mentioning it here because although i paid for half the cost of repairs he graciously paid the other half and decided not to press charges anyways now the old man has cancer both brothers and stepdaughter are out of the state with school and his wife has early arthritis or something not really sure he calls my mum and asks her if either of us could drive him to and from chemotherapy we were in the car and he was on speaker but I told him no, that's something that family does and he's made it very clear he doesn't see either of us as family and hung up. Mum is doing things like bringing casseroles and driving him. I don't try to stop her but I do not help her either. She has recently started trying to guilt me into it saying he always paid child support which I said the amount of money he lost on that was about as impactful as a fart in the wind for old money bags. He didn't press charges about his car Which I said, great, he did one nice thing for me, so he can get one casserole and one car ride. Now my siblings and his stepdaughter have all flown in, and my brother says he, not dad, really needs to speak to me. I said to tell him that if he has something to say to me, I don't want to hear it, and if he writes me a letter, I'm not opening it. I said I was sorry for what they were going through, but that he's made it very clear that I'm not his family, and so I don't want them asking me for things they would ask of family. However, they are struggling, and the more they ask for help, the more my patience wears thin, and the more insensitive my rejections get. My mother recently talked with me about being the bigger person. Am I the arsehole? Also, please don't leave comments like, the real arsehole is your mum for cheating and committing paternity fraud. Like, thanks for that one, Sherlock, and my mother and I have reconciled. Edit, my mom is pushing me to be the bigger person because our pastor says it will have a healing effect on my soul. She is very religious. Edit 2. The situation is more complicated than not dad being an innocent angel victim and mum deciding to do paternity fraud for funsies. I might do a separate post or something to explain since this is anonymous anyway. While her circumstances don't excuse or justify her actions, which was still wrong, having the full context made me more amenable to forgiveness. Edit slash update. I've agreed to speak to him and will do sometime this weekend. And there were some comments to which Opie replied to Someone asked if he's rich, what does he need you for? And any leads on your bio dad? Opie says, Oh, he will not admit to being rich, he's just very comfortable, lol. He hasn't said anything to me because I haven't heard him out yet. I'm not sure about him paying me. I think it would just make me feel like the help and further emphasize the glaring socio economic differences between us. I have a name and some basic info about bio dad. Mom isn't 100% sure if he was even a US citizen. He was working doing construction on a new addition to our house. I know, it's wild. That's what actually caused not dad to first give me the side eye. The summer before he left, we went to vacation at the Bahamas for the first time. My Mexican genes activated or something. It got really dark to the point people just assumed I was adopted. We can't track him down, so I'm pretty sure he's happy in Mexico with zero clue I exist. More about the family's relationship. Mum had sole custody of me, duh, and dad had primary custody for brothers. To be honest, I really think that A, not dad spent time trashing mum to brothers, which, yes, I understand, she is responsible. Brothers have never let go of resentment of her, which is their right, and B, he has always had money. He had better lawyers. C, mum went from being very involved to very tired from working all the time. Sometimes she would fall asleep early on the couch. But dad doesn't do this. He has a normal nine to five. He doesn't work crazy hours. Stepmom doesn't do this because she's a stay at home mom. I don't blame her for this, but I think they do. So I can see why they resent her a lot and I don't get upset with them for it or try to force him to reconcile. I just wish the same courtesy could be extended to me. OP adds a bit more information about why she felt betrayed and starts off by saying, nor was there a love connection. And then says, yes, that is what hurt the most. He loved me so much up until he found out I wasn't his. Funny thing is, he and Mum always talked about how they would always love us no matter what, but I think they just wanted to lay the groundwork for us feeling comfortable coming to them if we did drugs or something when we got older. Homeboy was definitely not expecting that curveball when he told me, forever and ever, no matter what, every night before bed, lol. Teaching Classic comes in and says, Not the arsehole, the man who had raised you as his own daughter for seven years suddenly dumped you. It was not your fault that your mother had cheated. You loved him as your father. He ripped away your security, your family, your lifestyle, and I'm sure a good chunk of your heart. That is not something that is easily forgiven. Maybe your mother is helping him because she still has some sort of sense of guilt. But that is not your guilt to carry. That man did you very wrong, I wouldn't shed a tear when he died if I were you. I'm sorry your brothers are suffering. It's understandable. They're worried about their father. But he has not been a father to you for 15 years, by his own choice. How much is one child supposed to take? Not only did he withdraw his love and affection, but then he made you watch as he showered that attention on another little girl who was also not his child. He seems to have no problem loving her. The hurt and trauma he has caused you has not easily gotten over. It sucks that your mum is so quick to overlook the damage that was done to you in order to try and rehabilitate herself. It's not about being the bigger person. The injustices he did to you were inflicted on a child. He had the opportunity to do right by you and he chose not to. Your mum's infidelity was not your fault. The relationship you had established with him for seven years meant nothing to him. And now he means nothing to you. And that's okay. Zalker says and quotes not the arsehole and says my mother recently talked with me about being the bigger person and goes on to say you're already the bigger person by choosing to forgive your mother. The way you're acting is vengeful towards your not father but not in any way out of line. From what we know you haven't gone out of your way to do anything harmful or manipulative. I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone calling you an arsehole. One more comment which says, "I do think you should sit down, your brothers," and, and as calmly as you explain that while their struggles and feelings around their dad's health, the man has made it clear for over 15 years he has no interest in you. Explain the more they push, the more you're losing your patience. Explain that you respect and validate their feelings, and in turn, they need to do the same to you, and stop trying to get you involved. Write a letter if it helps, and maybe bring a friend who can pinch you every time you get rightfully angry. This is solely to preserve your relationship with your brothers. Remind your mother that she might have some guilt towards the man she cheated on. You, however, are innocent, and government-mandated child support and the decision to not report a crime does not father material make. Finally, keep doing what feels good for you. If your siblings try to engage in the conversation, say, I respect your relationship with him. Respect the fact that I don't have any obligation to a man who abandoned me. Keep living your life. Be happy, and this too shall pass. You'll be just fine, dear. Not the arsehole. Opie then did update the post and said, well, he's dead. Sorry for the long wait for the update. To be honest, I completely forgot I made this post in the first place. Family fessed up to all the requests for help, basically being plots to get me and him in the same room. He was in a hospice care, which I mixed up with being in the hospital in my original post. He started out by basically wanting a bunch of life updates from me. Basic things like what college did I go to? What was my major? Where I was working now? Did I have a boyfriend etc. He asked me if I still played soccer and I said no. Not since he left me. He looked sad and said I was really good and I agreed. I humored him with a casual talk for about 10 minutes but I made it clear that I wanted answers and for the visit to be on my terms. So this was the segue into the deep stuff. I told him I had questions for him and he agreed to answer them. I said, did you miss me? He looked kind of offended by that which I thought was very audacious. And said of course he did and I snapped back, could have fucking fooled me. And there was this awkward moment of silence but I decided to keep going. 2. Why did he leave me? He talked about how he was betrayed by mum and looking at me was a reminder that he had been tricked into raising another man's child and then I got upset. I told him, to me, I was his daughter. Maybe not on a DNA test, but here. I pointed at my heart. He just got quiet and said, you're not mine, Sophie. Three, why wasn't I, as a person, more important than the result of a paternity test? Was I an easy child to abandon? He looked kind of shocked by this one too, but I wanted to know. He goes, no, of course not. It has nothing to do with you. But I snapped at him to tell me the truth, that I deserved that much. And he said very bluntly, Two kids are less stressful than three, Sophie. So yeah, sometimes I was relieved you weren't around, especially as a single parent, okay? But there's nothing you could have done to change or overcome the fact that you're not my child. You're the one I got tricked into raising. You weren't mine, and you still aren't. I'm sorry, Sophie. This is where the list was forgotten, and I just said, But you treated stepdaughter like yours, no problem. And he said it was different. I quietly asked if she was a replacement for me. And he said he wasn't going to dignify that with a response. I asked if he was going to apologize. Why did he ask me here? And he just said he wanted me to know I was in his will. I said, okay, I don't forgive you. He looked kind of shocked and said, what? I just repeated, I don't forgive you. He said, okay, and looked really sad. And added that he would pay my student loans via the will. I told him the conclusion I had come to. That forgiveness was the kind thing to do. And I wish I could have given it to him. But there was too much hurt. He said he understood. And I left. Note, that was very condensed for the character.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: A lot of context and info had to be cut out to fit the character limits on the forum, so I thought I would answer them. My mum is most frequently asked about and I understand why people are the most curious about her. I'll try to answer everything as best as I can. Questions about my mum. Why did you forgive her slash why are you mad at your are not dad and not her? This is going to be a very long answer, so buckle up. The first part is that I, as a seven-year-old, hadn't been given the talk yet. And simply didn't have the capacity to understand what was going on. I just knew my mum was kissing someone else. And so she and dad were breaking up. I didn't grasp why or how that meant he wasn't my dad anymore. As many of you in the comments suggested. For a while it was just me clinging on to the only parent instability I had. Dad left. Mum didn't. It was simple. Middle school was when I started to process things. And shit really hit the fan. I hated my mum for a period there. And I mean hated her. I accused her of ruining my life, told her I hated her and a lot of other nasty things that I really regret. Our relationship was really rocky and strained, but we love each other a lot and I'm just going to paste one of my earlier comments here because I think it summarizes things pretty well. I mean, it's easier because she has A. Fully owned up to her actions B. Explicitly apologized and asked for forgiveness without expecting it as her due and C. Worked her ass off for the last 15 years to try and make up for some of the fallout. It's way easier to forgive someone who shows you through their actions how sorry they are she taught me how to drive she spent hours watching youtube videos so she could help me with algebra homework when i was drunk alone and scared at my first high school party she was the one i called and who picked me up with no questions asked my life with her wasn't easy but i wouldn't trade her for any of my friends parents would you find it easier to forgive someone who did the biggest wrong but had genuine regret try to make reparations or someone who hurt you slightly less and never reached out once also i read the scarlet letter in high school it made me reflect on my mother and at a certain point i was just like "How much penitence is enough does she deserve to be miserable for the rest of her life when will it be enough i know that for some people there's no amount of suffering she could go through that would make you forgive her or have a favorable opinion about her and that's okay she's my mum, not yours also She is just generally a nice person and much easier to be around than not dad. What were the extenuating circumstances you alluded to? This also factored a lot in my decision to mend our relationship and sympathize with her. When my dad had my oldest brother, Andrew, he was 27. My mum was 20. The timeline is, met her when she was 17, started dating at 18, dated through freshman year of college and he pressured her to drop out of school the whole way through she finally drops and marries him halfway through sophomore year at age 20 gives birth right before her 21st birthday not dad isolates her from friends has her doing all the housework and childcare, and i mean all of it when i said he was involved as a dad i should have clarified in the fun stuff as a kid you can't really tell the difference between a fun parent and a good parent. she also confessed she suffered from ppd never totally lost the weight from her pregnancies which not dad liked to joke about publicly and berate her for privately. Yeah, he paid for everything, but that was about it. And yes, I understand explanation but not excuse. But the portrait some of you are painting is, she was a greedy freeloading hoe who just served her perfect loving provider husband and committed paternity fraud because she was evil and it was fun. The truth is is that she was miserable and tried to remedy that by being with my biofather which I understand is not okay, and then was terrified to leave or even fess up because he had all the money and she wanted a good life for me, even if she had to lie to get me there. She says she was on the verge of confessing and called her mother, my grandma, to ask if she and I could potentially stay with her, and grandma was drunk when she picked up the phone. Grandma herself and her relationship with my mother is a whole different can of worms. Grandma was a violent alcoholic who lost and regained custody of Mum a lot, which led to her being sexually assaulted by her foster father from ages 12 to 13. There was a lot of resentment and hurt between them, but my Mum said basically grandma was a last resort. And when she heard her slurring her words over the phone, she lost all courage and decided to stick it through to the bitter end with my not dad. The thing that got me when people kept saying, imagine if the person you love betrayed you like this. Put yourself in the father's shoes. And the thing, I don't think he loved her. I don't even think he really liked her. The truth about my mom is that she was a very hurt person who desperately wanted some affection and comfort. And my bio dad gave it to her when her husband wouldn't. Yes, it was wrong, obviously, but my heart goes out to her in those circumstances. When she was my age, she had a toddler and a newborn. and was essentially a single mom, and I couldn't imagine being in her shoes. childhood gave her this almost desperate attachment pattern her foster situations never lasted longer than a few years and around the time i was conceived her marriage had lasted longer than any living situation she'd ever had and she confessed she felt this need to sabotage it run from it or change it because change is all she knew once again this is not an excuse just me explaining there was more going on in her psyche than let me do this for a laugh obviously i condemn her actions but i get it I feel for her. She's my mum. Edits, if you still have questions, comment them and I'll answer. And there was a couple of questions which was asked to OP. Someone said, um, was your not dad grooming your mum? OP says, in fairness to him, I'm not sure about grooming because I think that's where an adult picks a kid with the intent of manipulating them into a relationship. But they met, he asked her out. She said she was 17 and so the next time he waited until she was 18. It was casual interactions from what I understand didn't have each other's numbers when she was underage but i'm not an expert obviously so maybe it is grooming i don't know hope he continued to say she was a waitress at a restaurant he went to a lot someone says yes but all of this is your mother's point of view i said this in the comments in my original post i had reached out to him and would have gladly heard his side for 15 years by the time we talked i simply didn't care anymore he had every opportunity to explain himself to me now conversation that Opie explained at the hospice where he continued to say you weren't mine you still aren't mine i'm sorry and says it multiple times was absolutely heartbreaking and then to be shocked when she turns around and says i don't forgive you it's just like what you really expecting her to, to just forgive you for what's happened in the past incredibly sad but what do you guys make of this situation Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for joining me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.